Welcome to the sisterhood of Mummy Imperfect, the weekly podcast where I, Mummy Imperfect, aka Rina Deepthi Annabelle, explore the many fascinating parts of being a female, where I look at female-focused news and entertainment stories and where I celebrate the game changers. Now, you've probably already binge-watched Series 3 of Indian Matchmaking. And if you haven't, what are you even doing with your life? Because this is the one where Seema Auntie, Seema from Mumbai comes to London to help singletons in London find their perfect match. And one of those singletons was Priya Ashra. And I'm so excited to be speaking to Priya now. Hello. Hi, Rina. <laughs> Rina, Rina. Thank you for having me. Is it Rina? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. It's, you know um, what? It's weird spelling. Don't worry about it. Everyone does that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to that spelling. I know. Nobody um, is. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. It's lovely to have you. I'm so excited to speak to you. And uh, I was like, I loved like following your story in the series. It probably seems like quite a long time for you now. When was it even filmed? So we started filming December 2021. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it, it kind of, it, it felt a little bit like, oh, when the show finally came out, I was like, finally. It just felt like, a, it felt like, it was something I was dying to tell people about, but I just couldn't. So it was nice to finally be able to tell people too. Yeah, because the whole thing was filmed then. Or, it, or, so or did, it, is that where it began filming? So it kind of started, they uh, they started in uh, December 2021, and then they kind of came in and out, basically. So within a period of seven months, they kind of did a, came yeah. in and out and doing filming. So, um, yeah, it was it was quite, it was, it was a lot of fun for sure. I mean, the... the the end of season two when you popped up was really exciting when like oh my god she's coming to England oh, and you know I kind of I think that kind of left people feeling quite uh, excited especially like British Asian people uh, oh what, definitely yeah what made you apply for it well it was it was all kind of by chance really I had a friend and she had something come through in her inbox um and she was uh, she still tells me she, unfortunately she's married with two children so she's like but I feel like I've got someone else that would be right. a really good fit. Yeah. And then she forwarded it to me. And one night I was did the application form thinking, let me just give it a try and see what happens. Um, and also, I kind of, for me, I guess this is, I guess this is another way to try for dating, to, to date and find a potential partner as well. So um, I was really open to the opportunity. And then um, I guess I just kept getting through to each stage and here we are today. Were you a bit nervous appearing on there? Like, oh, you know, everybody's going to know my story. It's TV and that kind of thing. Do you know what? I think for me, you know, like, like I said in the show, I think divorce for me was something that I uh, I hid for, for a while. I wasn't comfortable talking about it. But now I feel like I'm at a stage where I'm, I'm really comfortable to talk about it. And I mm. would, I hope that others can feel inspired and learn from, um, from my story that things are going to be OK. And I think that was probably a little bit of a push for me to actually go on the show as well. Yeah, but I, I think that that's a really nice thing because, you know, I know people like in my family and stuff who are divorced and they, they, they carry like a deep trauma from that still. Like, oh, you know, yeah. I had this divorce and stuff and and, and where it's kind of like, you know, they don't have kids or anything like you, like, you know, you can start again, but it's still that thing. Did you did you feel like you had to do a lot of work to to let that go? You know, I think it, looked, it was a lot of inner work. Yeah. I think there was there was a part of me where you know, you're probably in, in denial for a few years that this actually happened. And then suddenly you're kind of hit with the reality. And I spent, I spent a lot of time kind of pouring into myself, essentially understanding myself a lot more, um, trying to figure myself out. Um, 
and I think from that process when you when you try to understand yourself and you mm. put that inner work in you you eventually just start to accept yourself yeah um and I, I think a lot of this process came about by probably putting myself you know having new experiences um putting myself um experiences I probably would never have done before and I think for me through that process of trial and error I think I learned a lot about myself in that process and I'm really at the time when I reflect back to it it was it felt like a time which was um very explorative for me um you know I never I never I never really uh you know my life was very different in my 20s and those are your formative years and you come into your 30s and you're essentially trying to figure out like who am I without the identity of um of marriage and that's that's been quite the journey for me yeah I mean being South Asian that is quite a big part of identity what that identity that's thrust upon you like oh you, you know you should be married by a certain time and that kind of thing because you did get married in your 20s though didn't you like early 20s yeah so I got um so it was I got married at 27 right 27 yeah I got married at 27 similar age yeah um but we but we would uh, well we got to the age of 19 yeah okay so those are those are the I guess you know they're, they're really the crucial years of your life really <laughs> they are when you're growing a lot do you feel is it is I mean I can't remember what you said happened and I don't want to dwell too much on it but uh, did you find that you grew and then grew apart evolved um I think essentially when you I think you just become different people as well uh you you know I guess from the age of 19 to, to 30 you become a very very different person um and yeah, I think that's what it was. You, you just grow apart. I think it's okay to accept that when you're, it's okay that these things do happen. You do grow apart. Your interests become different. Yeah. Um, and I think we just have to accept that as well. That and you know we shouldn't feel like we have to. You know, there's no, there shouldn't be any pressure that we have to stay with that person. Um, and I think sometimes within, especially not just not just South Asian culture, but all cultures, I think there's a there's kind of this narrative where you've put so much time and effort into being with that person that mm. um you invest so much time like you should you should just try and make it work but yeah. it's also just to ex okay to, to accept that actually these things sometimes just don't work out mm. yeah yeah um okay so did you uh, so when you um got around to the idea of meeting somebody new and dating again did you try all the apps or did you kind of say mom dad can you introduce me to somebody like what what kind of avenue did you take Oh, I use start using apps like you know apps in in I guess for when you're first single, it's a great tool really because you meet so many different types of people, um, and from going on those dates with different types of people, you learn a lot about yourself. And now I'm the kind of person I you know I have to fully I have to fully put my my feet two feet first for me to fully understand that situation. So I really. I really kind of uh, appreciated dating apps at the time because it helped me to meet people who are very different to me and it helped me to really um, understand what, what I like and what I don't like. Um, so for me, I think it worked quite well. And when you met Simanti, so when you started going through with this whole process, like what, what was it like to actually meet her? Is she, as she appears on screen, waltzes in, I'm Sima from Mumbai and... You, so when when you see me meet her for the first time, that's genuinely when I first met her. So okay. I was, I think I was just completely starstruck. I was like, I can't believe I'm meeting Simanti. <laughs> I can't believe she's in, she's in my parents' house right now. <laughs> but she's, she's lovely. And, you know, I know she's, she, you know, she really, um, 
how do I say this? She, what you see is what you get with her. So you know exactly where you stand with her. Um, so I, I quite liked her actually. I quite liked her for that. So there's, there's certain people who are like, oh no, Simanti, she's just so blunt and the way she says things and stuff. And and I'm with you. Like I quite like the fact that she is quite blunt, right? She, she. I mean, she's, she's. I wouldn't say she's. She's a little bit blunt, but she's also she's all got she's got these years and years of experience of matchmaking, right? Yeah. And she can only come from her place of experience and what's worked for her. So when you when you do meet her and perhaps some of the things she says um, are not as uh, progressive as they should be, but you just have to take these things with a pinch of salt. I, I really think that. And I think there's also pearls of wisdom that you can you are able to take from her. So. You know, for the fact, the fact, even just using a matchmaker in itself, like you know, the fact that there's less choice, actually, I think it makes it an easier process because you're more likely to invest into that particular match, which has been tailor made for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what was nice in this series was that you know, towards the end, like you kind of find out a bit more about her story as well and yeah. get a little insight into you know, and you know, it's quite sweet with her and her husband, and he seems like really supportive and just nice to see, like on a more human level right how they are together and absolutely so you know she's you know she has she's you can see a kind of more of a softer side to her as well yeah 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 that was really really nice um you know this whole rule of what she always talks about you're only going to get 60 percent of what's (laughs) on your checklist you know don't expect to get 100 percent. you're being too fussy now um (laughs) do you do you think that that's true i do you know what now Reflecting back, I think that I don't think you're ever going to find your 100%. I, 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 I truly believe that. I think that I'm not, I'm not perfect, so I can't expect the other person to be 100% perfect either. Uh, but I do think there is a element where, you know, I guess, I guess now uh, being in a relationship, it's like there is there's certain people that you want to be able to work through those things with, and I think that's really key is that the foundation has to be set. Um, but beyond that, if you do come across uh, problems and you have to be able to want to work it through together. And I think that's the key thing with what you make, what makes um, a relationship worth investing into. Yeah. Yes. I, I like the way that you put it. Yeah, yeah. I think it is. Because, yeah, you're right. Everyone's got their sides to them, which are annoying and stuff. And yeah, it's just you just have to be like, oh, you know what? There, is there a more good so that I can ignore the uh, annoying thing yeah <laughs> you got yeah we have to work with work through things and also I think in your in your 30s you're a lot more welded right and I you know you're, you're a lot more set in your ways in your 30s so to find a partner and to be able to bring your lives together in your 30s is a lot more challenging I think because you're you're a lot more set in your ways yeah 100% I mean I know people who are uh like in their 40s and and I look at them and, and they are set in their ways and they will admit, they'll be like, you know what, I've got my routine now, I'm set in my ways, it's going to be difficult yeah. for me because they have, it's been about them for so long. So 100%. Um, were there some non-negotiables though on your checklist which it, where it was like, this is going to be in that 60% that I get, it has to be? Um, I think a good communicator was really, really key for me. A uh, good communicator, also like, you know being physically attracted to them as well I know that what you know it, it is important if you're looking at their face every day <laughs> you, yeah. you know you want to be you want to be attracted to them 
Um, so I think that for me, that was quite um, important. And also, I guess, for us to have similar similar values as well, having similar values, want being on the same page of where we want our life to go as well. Um, for example, I guess there is, for example, if you want kids and someone else doesn't want kids, there's no middle ground there. So I guess those things are quite important to um, to have from the, you have to be on the same page with those with those kind of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were your non-negotiable. Um, OK, so let's talk about what happened. then. Let's talk about what yeah. happened. So, right. Um, so you went on this date with Bobby in which we all saw in the, uh, you know, that date wasn't quite your cup of tea in terms yeah. of going forward. <laughs> um, but then Vim. Yes. Tell, right what where were the uh we left the series uh and everybody was like oh my god what's gonna happen when you'd gone on some dates and first you were a bit like oh mm, i don't know and then you got pulled back in which is really nice to see um what is happening now so we are together yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and thing, thing, things are going really well things are going really well um i'm really happy <laughs> that's so nice so from then so what is that that's uh not, not two years but like a year and a bit no so we i met vim uh last year so uh spring last year right so okay. it, so we've been together for al almost a year almost a year so but you know we had we had those kind of up and down at the beginning as well uh but i think we learned a lot about each other in that process as well and we're still learning you know we're still learning so much about each other but so far so yeah. good that's really nice and um yeah. i'm sure loads of people will be like super happy to know that um i mean how what is what was it like when the cameras went away and the the pressure of the the program went away I, th I think things probably got a little bit, um, it, things probably, we probably settled into it a little bit more. We actually started, it was, it was obviously, it was really fun filming and going on dates. And I think once the, the cameras stopped rolling that we were, we really got to, got to know each other and uh, learn, learn a lot about each other. Um, and yeah, it was just it was it's been it's been it's been a really really fun year. Like we've done holidays together, we've met families, and you know, thing things are going well. Things are going well. That's so nice. Um, <laughs> is is like is marriage like coming up, or is that something that you think about? Like I'm being Seema Auntie now because you know what, Seema Auntie would want me to say this. Um, she, she would. She would. <laughs> the thing Have is, you been sponsored by Seema. <laughs> <laughs> But the thing is, and one thing I think that she finds it quite difficult to understand is that with other couples in the show as well who were dating, taking their time and stuff, I think, you know, one couple obviously got engaged at the yeah. end, spoiler alert for people who um, haven't seen it. But um, I think she was kind of like, oh, when are you getting married then? Like, you know, for her, and obviously with the traditional matchmaking thing, it's kind of the result will be marriage the outcome the outcome yeah. the outcome when you ticked it off right tick they are married do you know what i mean i've yes. got these two married success kind of thing did she, and, and she seemed to kind of not compute uh the whole thing of like oh but why are you taking it so slow and and you know it's not just her like a lot of people of that generation would uh, think that as well they 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 probably would they probably would think that but also we I just I don't I don't I don't feel any kind of pressure mm. at the moment 
I think it's better just to take your time not to put pressure yeah. on the situation so um so no 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 signs of wedding bells quite yet okay well I'm gonna uh take that pressure off of you see my auntie's gonna you know go <laughs> <laughs> no no it's a nice thing I think do you think it's a generational thing though this whole thing of like you know well you've seen each other like five times what the hell are you doing get married get married <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't know. I think generations are changing. I think like now my parents, like, you know, they've, they actually haven't even, you know, surprisingly, they haven't even uttered the word marriage at all to me. Yeah. Because, you know, probably from my previous experience as well, they just know to take the pressure off completely. So they're learning as well. Um, and they don't want any, you know, obviously they don't want to mm. see me go through something like that again. So the pre the pressure has been it's been completely removed, but it is it is a generational thing, and we sh there, sh there should be no there should be no pressure in um, yeah. getting married. I think there is a certain expectation, isn't there? I think and I, I probably fell into that um, when you know I mean I made that decision that before the age of thirty you should have certain things ticked off your list. You should um, be engaged, then yeah. get married, you know, you know, um, live together. Those are the kind of pressures that we had and. I guess I can know I'd be a fool to deny the experience I've already gone through. So this time around, I'm just going to take my time. <laughs> yeah, and and it's so nice that you said that your your parents are not putting that pressure on. No, they don't uh, as well because it, it makes a difference when your family are totally on board with what you want as well, isn't it? Oh, do you know what? I'm I'm so blessed to have such supportive and amazing parents. They've been my biggest cheerleaders, and you know, even going on the show. You know, people, I've had a few people like, oh, well, you know, you're talking about divorce, about your parents. And you know what? My parents didn't even, they didn't even, you know, they didn't even think much of it. They're like, no, this sounds really fun. You should do it. Really? That's so not, I mean, they were they very, even... everyone loved your parents in there. Come on. Very sweet. No, they, honestly, they, they were just like, this sounds like loads of fun. Let's do it. Really? <laughs> Genuinely, they were just like, yeah, let's do it. Oh, that's so nice. Did you all like sit down to watch it together when it came out? So, Actually, I was in Italy with Vim when we watched it together. So we were in Italy together. We watched it and my parents were, they were a bit like, oh, can you, can you just cancel the trip to Italy? Watch with us. I was like, no, I really want to go on holiday. <laughs> but we obviously we had loads of conversations after and they were like, oh, this was so funny. And they, and you know, they've become like these little mini celebrities. My dad's yes. like, Priya, I've just had so many people WhatsApping me saying, I've just seen your Netflix, what's happened? <laughs> Yeah, no, no, they were like one of the most popular things about that series. I have to say, your parents, yeah. Um, no, it's 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 really cool. Um, they seem like really lovely people. No, they're super 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 supportive. I, I I can't fault them. Were you happy with the way that um it, everything came across on screen? I would say maybe like ninety percent. I would say yeah, I'm I'm okay. happy how it came across on screen. And you know, I think also I think what makes it I guess for me is that because the outcome was successful actually I think you know whatever's happened has happened now but yeah. I actually managed to find someone from this so yeah. for me I feel like I'm very I'm deeply satisfied with the with the situation and the you know the going on the show no that's really cool and one thing I have to say about you is that even when um like you this date with Bobby um didn't really work out and whatever you were so polite like you were so nice <laughs> about the whole thing and you know I was actually watching it like with with my family and everyone's she's so nice like the way that you actually said basically I friend zone him was in such a nice respectful way yeah and I also I just think that we can't 
you know, and Bobby's genuinely, he's lovely. Yeah, he he's does seem lovely. so lovely. And he would make a great partner um, to a woman one day. But he's just not for me. Yeah. And I think that's all it was. But he's he's lovely, honestly. You, he's He's got a heart of gold. Yeah. Oh. Um, okay. So uh, you, I think you said already what you learned about yourself. That was my uh, next thing that I was going to ask you. Like, we we'll talk- uh, I don't think I don't, did. You ask. Me? Let me ask you that now. Then, okay. what have you learned about yourself throughout this the whole process of being on Indian matchmaking? I I learned that I'm probably not as vulnerable as I thought I was. Right. <laughs> I think that I think in. In theory, when you read about these things, you're like, yeah, tick, tick, tick. I'm, I'm all these things. But actually putting those things into practice mm. is something completely, it's a completely different thing. Um, and I probably, I probably learned that I probably have a little bit of inner work to do for myself as well. And that, you know, I've obviously had experiences in my past that have shaped me and um, they probably still have a, a bit of a lingering effect. And I have to just be okay with that. Um, And I think, you know, Vin was so wonderful and he came in with a completely open heart. And my heart was open, but just not as much as his. And from that, I think we've really, I learned a lot about myself in terms of, I think I've got, you know, I think obviously now things are different, but at the time, I think there was a lot of, there was a lot of self-reflection for me as well to understand why, why did I respond like that? And I think that's a really, really key thing with any kind of uh, th- any kind of situation you go into being able to have that self-awareness and understand why did I react like that and where is this coming from uh, that doesn't mean I have to solve it it just means I have to sit with it and just be aware of it have that at the back of my mind why am I responding like this mm. I think we could all do with uh, doing that <laughs> yeah um okay so if people want to like follow um you on social media and see your nice little pictures with them and that kind of <laughs> thing <laughs> put a little heart on it <laughs> so can you just share your details please sure so uh on instagram i am at uh, priya.ashra lovely um well i just want to say thank you so much for coming to talk to me i'm a big fan no. of the series and i'm so happy that things are going well um it's really lovely to hear and you deserve it so thank you uh, so much and thank you so much for having me no no worries um thank you for listening everybody i'll be back next week thank you Priya. peace out Bernie. thank bye. you bye, bye.